Angel Heart Radio programs should not be used to replace your legal or medical advice. Welcome everyone to Angel Heart Radio. You are our focus. We want you to know that you matter in the world and that you're important to the world. We're here to remind you of just how valuable and needed you are right now. Help us to help others. If you like what you hear, tell your friends, post, tweet, pin, let everyone know how amazing Angel Heart Radio is. So again, welcome to Angel Heart Radio. Powered by love, Angel Heart Radio is sponsored by angellight777.com. Welcome to The Good Intention Show, coming to you live on the UI Radio Network. The Good Intention Show is sponsored by the United Intentions Foundation at unitedintentions.org, a virtual community where you learn to create, track, and manifest your passions one intention at a time. Look for us on Blog Talk, Spreaker, iTunes, Stitcher, Player FM, and many more. Check us out on Facebook and Instagram under United Intentions and on Twitter at Higher Intention. Yes, this is the Good Intention Show, where you will meet people who live life intentionally and hear about things they're not telling you in the mainstream media. And now, here's the truth seeker, the snake charmer, a legend in his own mind, broadcasting live all over the universe, your host, Mr. Tim Ray. You got you had big dreams in your life? Or oh, you, yeah. Or you always were living the big dream? Yeah, a little bit of both. Right. What about you, Jennifer? <laughs> You've had big dreams that maybe that, you know, you wish at a younger age that would come about and never came about? Yeah. Or are you still course. waiting on it? Does. I know I, I know I do. Well, we're supposed to. And as long as you have the next dream, you're more alive. Mm-hmm. It's when you quit dreaming that life loses its luster and its forward motion. Wow. <laughs> what, what's one of your big ones that uh, maybe be still reaching for, Jennifer? I don't know. I really have to think about it. Maybe by the end of the show, I can figure it out. Well, it'll be a little late by then. <laughs> what about you, uh, Susan? There's one that I've held uh, for many, many, since I was a teenager, I think, um, that I would love to own uh, a big parcel of land and be able, in a beautiful place, preferably St. John would be great. <laughs> I love that place. <laughs> I do. I love it so much. And I love turning people on to it. And I used to do this at my home for a while, like one at a time, bring somebody down and then <clears throat> give them like a week uh, of love and beauty and massage and uh, just this place where they can just let go completely. completely yeah. It's like you're hitting them from the, the emotional, the physical, yes. you know, you, bam, they're just like overwhelmed. It's like, it's like a blitzkrieg. Yes, yes, <laughs> exactly. And I love doing that and seeing how that affects someone's life so beautifully and opens them up in a way. Right. And I would love to be able to do that. Uh, more freely and more often and <laughs> for my own selfishness I would love to have like a separate cottage for them <laughs> <laughs> so I say, no more connected I room. say stat happy through the process <laughs> uh, and I did have a, a house in St. John with a separate apartment and that works so well mm. um, because then company is beautiful you both have your place to go to they have their own cooking area whatever you can come together when you want for dinners but you can go to your retreat when you want right right um well that's just uh, i mean to me that's it's all about you dreaming i agree and i think i love kids when i see them daydreaming in a, in a classroom oh, yes and the teacher you know it's like the pink snap pink. out of it yeah you can't have any pudding yes. if you don't eat your <laughs> meat you know <laughs> exactly and it's like no let them daydream that's the imagination I know imagination. Let their like. I remember just sitting at the, because I you know I grew up playing Legos and these little rubber animals with my friends and yeah. we just we watch think of stories and movies and we would just recreate them yes. and, and just let our imagination run wild. Imagination is our highest tool that oh. we've only just begun to learn how to use. Right. Um, my I, kids when they were little in St. John, uh, there's not a lot of stuff nature is the thing but i love that they grew up pretending and they would make 
things out of things. You know, they would go out onto the deck and bring their friends right. and use the lawn chairs and all this different stuff to create an amusement park. <laughs> and they'd be out there for hours giving each other rides on the chairs going up and down and stuff. <laughs> well, you know, it's, it's all about the dreams. And, you know, today's show is going to be all about dreams. Mm-hmm. We're so excited to get into that. And we have our special guest today. Uh, Susan McDowell, and she is all about um, all about making dreams have come true, which I know that you do all the time. <laughs> My greatest joy, really. <laughs> <laughs> um, and now before, and if you want to join in our our dream conversation, you want to be part of the dream team. Call six four six 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 eight eight two four six. That's six six eight eight two. Six six eight eight two four six. And if you want to ask a question, make sure you dial one. And Jennifer, we're working on uh, getting a chat box set up, aren't we? Somehow, like uh, a chat a chat box, like a chat, like you know, like Anaya does on uh, chat Radio, room, chat room, where people could add. Because a lot of people don't want to call in because I don't know, it's like a lost. Well, art. a lot of people do are, are scared art. to death to be an, on the saying what they think in public. But I, I also think it's a it's a new phenomenon that kids are being raised these days where without radio, it's all, it's all, it's all texting. <laughs> yeah, it's all text and yeah. everything, and no one wants to confront. You, they're not even asking going to the house and asking girls out anymore. They're just hey, t- t- meet me over here. Yeah. You know? The fear of that. Do you mind if I kiss you? They text that. (laughs) (laughs) I'm going to hold your hand. Get ready. I'm coming over. Big heart. But I want to know for sure first that you'll accept it. (laughs) (laughs) But but Jennifer, we got a few things coming up, and I want to mention a couple of things. Last Friday, we were supposed to have uh, Daniel uh, Brinkley on. And he, uh, there was just on our our end. Little glitch. On our end, I think we got it. We got the the timing off. Um, And so... So for all those uh, all those Daniel Brinkley fans out there who are a little disappointed on our Friday show, uh, we were making up to you in September. Uh, he's coming live in the studio. So live exciting. in the studio. And yeah. and if anyone doesn't know who that is, sometimes you will know him by his book Saved by the Light. Yes. Um, and he is just a little bit. He is the man that had the longest near death experience ever recorded. He was officially dead for approximately a half an hour. And because of his background, um, he has a mind for details. Mm. So his whole book is so detailed about what he experienced when he was dead. And he has devoted his life since then to helping people not be afraid of death. And he now works with uh, veterans and sits, he does hospice work with them and sits at the bedside of mm. hundreds of people as they're dying right. and walks them through all that and makes it a much easier experience for them. Right. And uh, I tell you, to me, that's uh, talk about dreaming. You yeah. know? I mean, this guy was in the, the in some other state of mind in that moment Ooh, in time. He know? was out of out, the mind. Out of the mind, exactly. <laughs> But uh, so Jennifer, uh, outside of that, we also have uh, we have a show coming up. You got us booked on a show, right? When is that show? What is that show about? Tomorrow, you're on Anaya's show. Oh, really? Boy, that's news to me. And Anaya is Anaya, in Australia. You know, Anaya's in Australia. I love she I love hanging out. Talks with Anaya. about angels and does angel yeah, work, yeah. and um, she has a very wonderful uh, yeah, uh, uh, energy and uplifting does. attitude. Oh, yeah, um, yeah that should be really good. And she has a syndicated show, right? Yeah, in Australia. Yeah, yeah. And, so and, and we, play, we, show, we play her shows on our Thursdays. Um, but yeah, love love love. So that goes Anaya. out to lots of people. Yeah, Angel yeah. Angel Heart Radio. Yeah. So, um, so great. And then we have another show. You said you just got booked on something else. Sky's the Limit Radio. Sky's the Limit Radio. I love that. I like that term. Yeah, I know. Sky's yeah, the I kind of live by Very that. Neat show. Right. Um, that'll be in August. That'll be in August. Mm-hmm. Um, so uh, what else we got coming up? Oh, I want to mention one thing about the United Intentions. We have so much going on at the United Intentions.org. Uh, we're, you know, we're so uh, fine-tuning some of these things, but it's uh, – when you get online and you're creating intentions, because you have this contest you could actually get to and enjoy that, but you're creating intentions and you have a, your own little section called My Intentions. And in My Intentions, all the intentions you've been creating, and, and you could keep track, keep track of it as well, and you want to visit it just to kind of life as you realize, as we realize, as we all kind of know, and science is catching up to it, is whatever we focus on is what we create in our reality. That's just, for negative or positive. Negative or positive. Either, whatever you're focusing on, even when you're saying... I don't want that. I don't want that. 
it's the that that the universe hears. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so you need to figure it's, out e- what e- you do want. Equal empl- equal employment opportunists. Yes. The universe. Very balanced and very fair. They don't, you just they have don't to, care. They don't care what you're asking for. They're going nope, to they're give it to you. They're going to give it to you. <laughs> you ask and it is given. And um, and so we have this in the my intentions area where you create those positive intentions, and you visit that as often as you want. And you're able to then affirm it because it's in the present tense and you're affirming that. But what's really neat about the whole process is we have what's called the intention scale. And on the intention scale, it measures your belief in the outcome of that intention being manifested, being realized, appearing and being attracted into your life. And the scale starts from definitely not, not likely, maybe likely to definitely. And it gives you an opportunity to, because at any given moment, we have a state of being. And a lot of our state of being is very similar because we repeat the same thoughts usually after day after day. But at any given moment, you can shift your state of being based on your desire and your intentions. And, and especially what you focus on, what you focus on using the three principles of Joe, Dr. Joe Dispenza mentions, you know, rep- repetition, expectancy and meaning. And so when you have a chance to see yourself on that, whatever that intention may be, you may have an intention to. Uh, lose weight or an intention to um, get money a new job a big one. or, or yeah. <laughs> get, get some extra money or whatever it may be, or just have a better relationship with your, with your parents or your, any your, your relationship. Any yeah. relationship. So, and there's, and, or just having a simple intention of finding a, a local plumber that you can yeah. trust and not be, you know, yeah. or a mechanic or is mechanic. a big yeah. one. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, um, and then you create these intentions and then you could go there and you measure on the scale where you are and knowing that this is going to happen. And, and the whole point of being honest with yourself, because you're dealing with in our new intention process, you're dealing with your subconscious mind and your conscious mind, trying to align them on that same intention to be in, in alignment rather than polar opposites, which is usually the case. Yes. <laughs> I want a million bucks. Yeah. You'll never deserve You don't deserve a million bucks. Yeah. I want a million bucks. Cause I don't have it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. All the things I can't do with, cause I don't have that million dollars. I have a, just to, a little example of that. I have a lovely woman that I'm working with who uh, is having financial trouble. And uh, she, we were talking about how to clean that up. And she's been doing these uh, affirmations to herself. And when she told me what her affirmations was, what I realized was she thinks she's saying the thing that's going to bring it um, because she would say things like, I want to have enough money to pay all my bills every month. But what I hear intuitionally I under that, money. because I never have enough, enough and money, I'm yeah. white knuckled every time those bills come in. And so even though you're saying that over and over, you're saying to the universe, I don't have enough money. So the universe keeps replicating mm-hmm. you not having enough money. Mm-hmm. So you need to f- figure out what your feelings are underneath of your words. Right. And then when they match, you're moving forward again. Um, if your feelings are different than what your words are saying, you're not getting to where you want to go, but you're, and you're wondering why. And that's where you really need to spend the time to look at that deeper feeling of what you're experiencing of, on a more of a lower conscious level, subconscious level, and blending because you're, you're, the feelings is the gateway to that. Absolutely. The feelings is the gateway to aligning that. Absolutely. So, um, and then one other thing I want to mention before we go on to the show on dreams <laughs> is um is the tracking and what's great also too and very unique to the site is this is really could be your site where just for you you go on there and just do create these intentions for yourself you don't have to interact with anybody but you also have the opportunity to to interact with people and to two more people come together with that same intention you know you know the rest of the story but one of the things is the tracking the intentions and we have the we have a, a an area where on my intentions you go in and you actually can track when part of an intention or a, a potential part, or you're feeling you're moving up that scale from not that not likely to maybe to likely, you can start saying, why are you starting to move up that scale? And for example, you may be saying you want a new car and all of a sudden this certain car that you like, this Mercedes Benz, let's say, or whatever it may be. And you actually had a chance to drive in your neighbor's car because they just asked you to, to take it to the gas station because they are in emergency and now you're driving this Mercedes-Benz that you wanted, but now, it's, although it's not your car yet. You have a visceral experience feeling in your whole body now of what it's like when you get that car. And now you just moved up from a not likely to a maybe. Mm-hmm. And so, um, and then what you do is you type in, 
I, wrote, I drove my neighbor's car. So you're convincing yourself. You're yes. creating a state of being that, my God, this is actually possible. Yes, look what I'm doing. Exactly. And when you get closer, closer up to that scale, higher on that scale of knowing that this is going to happen, and the next thing you may say is that you actually uh, was driving by and there was this car for sale at a dealership that you, you've seen a thousand times, but you never noticed before except one time, and then you went in there and you test drove, drove it. You still haven't bought it yet, but you're getting close and you track that. Yeah. Now you're more at a definitely it's going to happen. Yeah. And, and you're expressing yourself, and you're, it's basically a giant experiment in the law of attraction of manifesting what you want, one it's intention a, it's at a time. It's a way to work and practice exactly. doing it. And, I, I, and, I, and I, there's a lot of folks coming on the site, they're, they're get it. So a lot of folks don't yet, and you don't have to get it. But you, you still, it's there for you to utilize it the way that way you want to. In time, you will. And there's videos and instructions. And if you're just you starting, I always advise to start with little things, things that aren't really big and important to you, right. because you don't have resistance built up against the little things. Right. If you've tried to do something or get something over and over and it hasn't manifested, you have a resistance to that idea and a little bit of disbelief going on, or a lot of disbelief. So start with little things and then that will convince you that it works. And then you get a little bigger and a little bigger. And then you can, by the time you get to the big thing, you already have this stronger. Owning your own own island is a good, nice dream. That's all right. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) By the way, that was one of my dreams. Yeah. I could could have my little center there. That would be great. It's not not even so much owning the island, but just having an island, we could create our own society. You know, <laughs> a lot like, of people have had it, this. It's, it's like Lord of the Flies. Well, I love it, it would end up being Lord of the Flies. Richard Branson <laughs> did has his own island right off of St. Really? John. See, I would and, change so many things up. I'd have a whole new type of, you know, Star Trek uh, prime directive belief <laughs> system, how, you know, metaphysical, how we all, you know, healthy get along. And I, I, the education system would be just thrown out. Mm-hmm. We, we, I'd oh, yeah. Start system. over. Yeah. It, it, would be, it would be an enlightened enlightenment uh, uh, school. Yes. I don't go to I don't go to high school. I go to enlightened school. You yeah. Know? Something yeah. like that. But um, <laughs> anyway, I digress. So um, we are here with Susan McDowell. And Susan has something I want to say, say to you. <laughs> just for you and uh, i'm so excited when you're here on the show i know all the listeners are excited when you're on the show too and well, thank god you're a regular and i get um, excited before the show I, <laughs> I do i love doing it because it's so uplifting and it always by the end of the show we always feel so high and good yeah, and, i know i, and know, I just right. take that on into the day and right right yeah. and so real quick here before we get too lost into the dreams um if people want to get in touch with you uh because you have magic touch that's your that's your biz yes that's how you make a living yes. and uh how's the best way to get in touch with you uh through my friend patty is my answering service and her number is seven seven zero eight four one zero six nine eight and patty's not a siri patty's an actual human being. patty's a real person real person she'll actually know who you are and... <laughs> i love it you know it's it's so true um so without further ado dreams, dreams are made of these. <laughs> you know okay just for the folks i know a lot of people know about dreams and i'm not going to I'm not going to say anything too basic about it, but I do want to mention um, for some folks who nearly never pay attention to dreams, you know, there's a lot of history in reference to the, and there's, there's studies and there's labs, there's dream mm-hmm. therapy. I mean, there's. Yeah. Today they can measure your brain wavelengths yes, and all yes. kinds so they can tell when you're in the surface level or the deep level. And, yeah, and that's what I wanted to mention is our, our brain has, you know, there's multiple brain activity going on in different levels and uh, the common ones are, I'm just going to mention the common ones, but you got beta, which is their brain activity, which if you look on a frequency level, it's moving very fast. It's when we're normal interacting with each other on a daily basis. Then, and they have like beta one, beta two, but we'll stay beta. Yeah. And then you have your alpha mm-hmm. and alpha is when you're relaxed, you know, you're sitting down and you're just kind of zoning out. You're still aware of your, of what's going around in your surroundings, but you're just very relaxed and it's, um, you can see the brain activity slowing down, right? Mm-hmm. And, uh, and the next one is theta. Mm-hmm. And theta is where a lot of the meditation occurs. Yes. That's, that's where you're the, uh, in a very receptive state. Receptive state. And you're, you go in and out of these brain activities, but perhaps not at the level of beta, but when you're, when you're sleeping, you go up and down. And the deeper, the deeper one where a dream occurs is in delta. Right. 
Oh, how about REM? Uh, well, that, well, that's where REM happens in Delta. So rapid eye movement is only occurs when you're in Delta state activity. Gotcha. And so on this is gamma, but I mean, but Delta is really what we're going to be talking about today. Is that state of being that um, that brain activity is very slow and it's very minimal, if any, mind activity going on. You know, so <clears throat> just give you a little history of that. And also, I wanted to mention too, um, and I know you're very familiar, but our culture, our society here really doesn't take dreams seriously. Well, it's beginning to more. I, uh, I, I hear you. But, but I, you're right. We used to just, that was like how we used to think about of imagination. Yeah. yeah you know, yeah, yeah. get out of your head, yeah, kid. Come on. Yeah. We're doing math. Well, they, they, see, they see dreams as being a mytholo- mythology or it's silly. It's just something. Yeah. That's not hard. real. People think <clears throat> it's not real. It's just made up stuff because, and, and there's, and there's a lot of, doctors who study this and we'll tell you exactly that yeah but you know you're looking at cultures not so much ancient cultures but just some of our indian cultures the uh, aborigine have the dream time it it is an integral part of their whole society same with the american indians a lot of them what they they first thing they wake up they'd have their cup of coffee right to have her joe you know, have a cigarette, and then they would talk about what the dreams were at the, yeah. at the next level. They, they would, they everybody would share their dreams. Yes. Because because they were waiting for precognitive dreams. We're going to be talking about precognitive dreams, lucid dreaming, getting to all that. But <clears throat> excuse me, they would share that as if it was um, having their cup of coffee, having Absolutely. their routine. I mean, it was a routine that they would do, and it's very very important. Back in the early seventies, <clears throat> end of the sixties, early seventies, I lived in a house with uh, a group of people. A kind of commune situation, and we did that's that. So it was so hippie. <laughs> <laughs> but that's one of the things we did uh, as a group every morning. Uh, I was very, I had a very active dream life always from young, and <clears throat> we would always wake up and we would do that, be having a cup of tea or coffee and share the dreams, you know, and it became like part of our life. And I did that with my children. And I worked with my kids when they were little about their own dreams and how to have actual power in their dreams. That might be a good, I'll tell you one, with Shanti was little and there was a period of time where she was having these nightmares. I wish I could describe. It was like this (laughs) fanged person, but she can describe it perfectly in detail. And it would wake her up. She'd be really scared and crying and all this. So I told her, so that I would next time she has that dream to call me in her sleep and I'll come help her. Oh, so, wow. That, that is so cool because, but, but then she, so she did that the first night yeah. and she was like, she loved it because I came to help her and it took away the fear. And then I told her, now that you've done that, I want you to be able to handle this. Now, how about this scary person? Did she, did she remember it? Yes. She remember that dream? Oh, she, we talked all about it the okay. next day. Okay. So the next night I told her, now, what about this person looks scary, but maybe they're really a good person on the inside. It's also kind of a life lesson. Yeah, yeah. Um, and I said, so why don't you try to be friends with this lady in your dream? And then you wouldn't be afraid of her anymore. Right. So the next night, that's exactly what she did. And a child has no uh, resistance in their thinking. Like, and a child, well, she just trusted me 100% and didn't have any kind of other uh, conflicting beliefs about being able to have the power to do this in her dreams. So it was so easy for her to wake up in her dream and have her own power. So the next night she befriended this woman that was scaring her to death two nights ago Mm. and they wound up shaking hands and playing and that scariness was gone. She didn't have another nightmare. Wow. Yeah. But it also, I wanted, how old was she? Oh, let me see. Maybe five, around five years old at that time. Because I remember the house we lived in. I have always known that we have power in our dreams Mm. And dreams have proven themselves out to me over and over again. Well, I, I was like, I believe I, I was just fascinated with dreams. Um, and I love talking to people and they say, oh, they say, well, so I always say to my kids, what do you dream last night? Yes. And, but I'll hear, for, I'll say to people, what do you dream? Oh, I, I didn't dream last night. I'm like, 
Oh, yeah, come on, you Jack. just don't remember. Jackie, everybody dreams. It's not that you, don't, you, you didn't dream. Yeah. You have to dream, otherwise you die. And you then know? sometimes <laughs> people um, only remember the dreams that have, like the surface level dreams as they're coming to consciousness that kind of mimic the feelings of what's going on in your daily life. Yeah. Um, but they didn't bridge the place of the deep place like they can't bring that here because they don't have that bridge in their consciousness this is one of the things meditation uh teaches you and in the beginning sometimes in meditation when people first start meditating a lot of times they'll fall asleep as they go into a deeper state because their mind only associates that state with deep sleep so it just goes to sleep but after a while the more and more you do it you'll go a little further and a little further staying awake and then after a while you literally build a bridge between this consciousness and that deeper consciousness that is fascinating yeah it's really, really cool that is cool and it just takes a little bit of practice and it's fun because you, you're making slick like i i read books on dreams god a long time ago but i mean i just found it so fascinating to the point where I practice what they said to do, and they would say, you know, have a little log, either a tape recorder or I, I or, kept. Or, or, I have or journals. You know. I have dream journals. I, I do more than the, the the tape recorder because I don't like to write. Because you're more of a gizmo guy. Yeah. 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 <laughs> so I, I would go to. I, I, I first put the intention out, then yes. I would remember my dream. Yeah. That was one of the steps, and then uh, and then I would just fall asleep, and then invariably I would wake up in the morning and I would. I would remember the dream and right when I'm in that still in that yeah, uh, you do it right theta away. alpha state of mind, I'm not dreaming it, but I'm coming out of the Delta. I'm into the theta. Not really. a New York state of not mind. Yeah. But... <laughs> <laughs> exactly. And that's when I start taping it or writing it down. Yeah. And, and I don't, and I, and I try to, cause it's all about symbolism. Right. And I try to write, and I don't know how, how, how crazy it is. Cause it's all related back to the feeling. I was just going to say that. And, um, and, and so I'd write it down. Then I, after I, after I write, go through the steps of the story. Because often when you try to remember a dream, it fades quick. Right. It can just like be right there one second and gone like, the next how second. How can I remember that? You know, yeah. it's not meant to be. But then you know? the most important thing is to ask yourself, how did the dream make me feel? Yes. In in the different your... scenarios, like I, in one scenario when I was being chased by the three headed yeah. monkey, whatever. Yeah. Uh, how did I feel there? Yeah. And then when I was over on the boat, how did I feel there? Yeah. You know, and then when the person, the, the girl turned into, uh, uh, you know, a, a dolphin, how did I feel about that? You know, yeah. you could analyze the, 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 the symbolisms later on, but it, it's, you got to go with it, right? Yes. Yes. But that is something, um, that when I talk to people and they say, I had this strange dream, I can't, I don't, can't make head or tails of it. Uh, and then I always go to, if you get caught up in the details of the dream, a lot of the time you're not going to figure it out. But if you say, what did you just say, even if you can't remember the dream now, how did you feel when you woke up? What was the feeling this dream gave you? That will take you to the source of the meaning quicker than any of the details. Right. You know, and then some dreams are on higher levels than other dreams. What do you mean by that? Um, some come from a deeper, well, let's talk about the Delta state, okay. what that really is. We know that's where your body, uh, heals itself yeah. and recharges and muscles heal up and all kinds of things. But what's, why that is happening in that state is because in that state, we release all resistance, which is why sleep is so necessary to us. Because most people don't know how to release all resistance in their waking state. So what this state is, is this is when you connect with your soul. When you're in the delta state, you're free of resistance and you completely reconnect with your soul, which gives you life again. So all those people who are, are just these psychopaths and sociopaths <laughs> are totally disconnected from their souls during waking hours. Even they have an opportunity to yes. connect to their soul because they, they have to dream as yes, well. Yes, uh, absolutely. And <clears throat> another thing that people don't realize that can really change your daily life is people say, well, I keep going back to this negative thing. I wake up with it on my mind every day mm -hmm. and I don't know how to get out of that. Yeah. I don't know how to get my mind. And I want to be at a higher vibrational level before I start my day. So what a lot of people don't realize is whatever your vibrational state is when you fall asleep 
even though you may go to sleep and reconnect with your soul, a few seconds after you wake up, you'll have that little free zone for a second or two or yeah, three yeah. where every, even sometimes if you're sick, you wake up and for seconds you're well, and then all of a sudden you're sick again, yeah. or you wake up and you have that free period, but whatever you were thinking about before you went to sleep kicks right back in in a few more seconds and then you're back down. So what really matters if you want to change that is before you go to sleep, if you will, that's why I always advise people to meditate before you go to sleep. It's one of the most important times that you can really shift your energy and have it be more long lasting. So if you shift your energy to a higher place before going to sleep, first of all, you have a higher quality of sleep because if you go to sleep agitated and your mind running around with you, mm-hmm. you spend the first uh, hour or two or more sometimes just when you're like your legs do that spasm thing yeah. or you find your yeah. body jumping. That's your body leaving your body. Isn't it, it? No, it's your, sometimes it could yeah, be, yeah. Um, but it, when you're agitated and this is happening as you're falling asleep, it's your body discharging tension that oh, you accumulated that day. day. Yeah. And if or you, those years. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> it could be really bad. Um, but if you meditate first, you release so much of that ahead of time that you go into a deeper quality of sleep much quicker and don't use those initial hours just getting your body to relax enough to get there. Do you think there's something to that where people have the anti legs, you know, they just can't stop moving? Yes. You know, that, you know, Absolutely. Not, not even that sleeping, your, I mean, during daytime. Yeah. Exactly. It's your body showing you you're holding too much your, tension. Yes. You have a lot of resistance here. You're not allowing something to feel. Yes. Um, and But I wanted to just say, if you get to this, if you do the meditation, raise your vibration, release resistance before you go to sleep, When you wake up in the morning, you won't go back. You have those few seconds of freeness where if you'll remember that and Mm. and you can continue, you can take that higher vibration. That is this pivotal moment starting your day where you have a choice that you can shift back into your daily troubles like you normally would, or you can realize I have this free higher feeling. And if I will focus there now, it will last longer and longer through your day to where you'll be able to maintain it longer and longer. Well, so when people say, you know, when people like you say, and I say how important knowing your dreams are, is it more so because it could give you an edge? On how you date well, it's unfold. another way to interpret yourself to yourself. Your dreams tell you several things, and and we would go we'll go into precognitive dreams yeah, in a lucid minute. Yeah, dreaming, re- recurring yeah. dreams, all that. Yeah. But a lot of your dreams will just be showing you the reflection of yourself during where you're at vibrationally, where your emotional set point is most often. Yeah, because often you could go back the day before and, and you're dreaming of something and it's, it's a, something that happened to you that day. Yes. You're processing it, right? And a lot of the time you'll know that by, like the dream may not be exactly as it happened, but there'll be little clues that, oh yeah, I just watched that movie. So that's where that idea came from or right. whatever. So yeah. you'll see little hints of your daily life in there and then you know those are just those dreams kind of reflecting your daily you back to you right um but then uh, what i love are are the dream i have always tapped into that really deep place from very young and have been taught so much through my dreams and I've had lots of precognitive. This is why I used to keep the journals. Yeah, yeah. Um, and yeah, I always thought the pur- my main purpose was the precognitive dreams. Yeah, and and figuring out the recurring dreams. I had a, I still have a recurring dream that I can't figure out. You know. Oh, okay. Well, we'll get to that too. All right, all right. <laughs> but in yeah. my and I my suggestion too, if you want to keep a dream journal, um, like I would wake up in the middle of the night. I'd have dreams that would wake me up because it was an important point that I wanted to remember. Me too. And, I'm exactly talking about. and then just, you don't want to wake all the way up. You want to get your good night's sleep, but keep the journal there, write down just two or three short words 
that in the morning will then help you trigger that dream again. You don't have to write all the details or anything. Right, or just, say it in a tape recorder. Yeah, or if you have tape, that's even easier. You don't yeah. even have to open your eyes. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, like, yeah, right. yeah, I like that. Yeah, that works. Um, but I, I've been, I had so many. Uh, well, give me like an, a precognitive dream that you had that actually helped you make a decision in life. My, the, one of the most important ones of my life. Transformational decision. <clears throat> I got woken up in the middle of the night. I had, uh, I was separated, uh, just divorced. Um, and I got woken up in the middle of the night with a voice that said, one year from now, you will not be living where you're living. Mm -hmm. And I wrote that down and it was so vivid and clear. And I was, I really felt it strongly. So from that moment on for the next year, I had these dreams. I kept having more and more dreams showing me uh, things about where I would be living. I would have conversations with people. I would see uh, little signs, little signposts. I would see, uh, well, it finally got to, I had no idea where I was going, but I believed that dream. So finally, like months went by and I'm having all these people I'm meeting and I would see my children uh, going to school in a boat. Mm -hmm. um, and then I had this dream of I had an I was like in an aerial view up in the sky looking down and I could see land masses below me. And I woke up in the middle of the night and I drew there were three land masses that I remember the shape of and I quickly drew them down. And in my mind, I said, it's, they come together like a backward S hmm. and, and the one shape at the bottom of that S, uh, like drew my attention more, had a stronger feeling to it. And so I drew those down and then I just kept it in my awareness, you know, um, and little by little by little, uh, time passed and I was, I lived in Cape May at the time, Cape May, New Jersey on the ocean. And there's uh, an outdoor, it, anybody that knows it's this charming little town. And there is this outdoor mall type shopping area, old, very old fashioned. It's all Victorian. And I was sitting there one day on a bench and just people watching. And I saw this couple coming by and I just kind of noticed them. And then I see the man's T-shirt has those three exact shapes on the T-shirt, and it says U.S. Virgin Islands. Hmm. And I, I was like, oh, my God, <laughs> that's it. Um, so I got up and went over to them and started, and I said, oh, I noticed your shirt, and yeah. I didn't tell them yeah. about the dream yeah. or anything. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and I said, uh, I, I see this, and I'm interested in what you can tell me about, you know, did, and they said, they had just gotten back from a vacation there and they actually went to all three of the U S Virgin islands. How could I get a better <laughs> idea from, I mean, very usually people just go to one at a time anyway. Yeah. And so I said, Oh, just tell me what you felt there, you know? And the wife, as she started talking, she said, Oh, well, we like St. Thomas, St. Carl, but St. John, <laughs> and when she started talking about St. John, it was that dreamy, lovey yeah, feeling, right. and it matched exactly the feeling I had from my dreams emotionally. Because you analyzed it back then and, and knew what the feeling was. I knew what the feeling was. It was all about what this feeling was giving me. Right. And I knew that was the place I was going. Mm. And, <clears throat> and so then finally, and this was just a few months before I wound up moving St. John. And now think about it. I was a single mother, just divorced. Uh, not a penny I, in your pocket. No, exactly. I literally made it week to week to week with two children. Yeah. Um, and it was always, am I going to make kind of feeling? No pudding for and, you today. <laughs> and so logically, if someone hadn't lived the life that I've lived, being led by that inner guidance, 
logically, they would never believe this dream could come true because that looked impossible. Where, how am I going to do that? I had never been to the Virgin Islands before ever. I did not know one person that lived there. And I had two young children and I'm a single mom, but I'm believing I'm yeah. going, it's got to be in this year. So a few months. Accelerated or, you know, <clears throat> motivated by a dream. hundred percent. So a few months before uh, I actually did go there, I had a good friend um, who was visiting and she lived with a man in Philadelphia, a very wealthy man, and he he was brilliant, intelligent, and uh, was created this whole new field of science. So he would go on lectures, mm-hmm. and she called. She would come spend weekends at my house, and she called me one day and said that he was going to be lecturing. I lived in Cape May. He was going to be lecturing in Atlantic City, which is a town just a little bit away sure. from Cape May. And she said, he's going to be there for the weekend. And he was wondering if you'd want to like have dinner one night or something. He doesn't know anybody else there or anything. And I was like, sure, why not? You know, and I had met him through her before. So he came and picked me up and we went and uh, we were having dinner and little by little, and again, look at ha- your heart and feelings are always giving you clues Please, to where yeah, to go, yeah, you know. Yeah. So we got talking, and at one point, um, he was asking me different things, and we made this, can, he asked me what kind of music I liked or something, and I was like, I have all kinds of music, and I said, I even... I love stuff that was even from before I was born. And I said, one of my favorite people that I always loved was Al Jolson. Mm. And, and he just perked up. And he, oh, it was amazing. And he went, really? And he was old, much older than me. And no one my age knew who Al Jolson was. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. it was amazing I said that. Sure. And then because of, and all this will tell you where this is leading yeah. in a minute. Um, something in his heart just sprung wide open and he wound up telling now none of my girlfriend didn't know this and none of my friends knew this that he had lost a son a very young son many many years ago and the wound was so fresh and he teared up and told me about it and he told me he used to sing Al Jolson's song Sonny Boy to him every night before bed and the two of us sat there and sang it together and then our hearts were so connected so then during the conversation later he said to me Susan, tell me what your dreams are, just like you just said. He goes, what do you dream for yourself about the future? And I said, funny, you should ask. (laughs) I'm I'm here on a dream. (laughs) Yes, and I was never going to tell him that, but he asked that. We just had this bonding moment, and I wound up telling him about these dreams I was having of moving to St. John. And I said, I 100% believe it's it's going to happen. It seems, it's good. And I just want you to know yeah. how I got there. Yeah. He was a millionaire. And he said to me, I can make that happen. <laughs> I can and make that dream. Come just true. like that. Exactly. And he goes, give, give me your, your number. Tell me about when you'd want to go. He said, I'll have my secretary call you tomorrow and we'll, we'll set it up. <laughs> and that is literally how, it how I got to move to the Virgin Islands. All based on a dream. And I moved one year from the day of that. And that has transformed your life because you refer to that often. St. So, John, I lived yeah. there for years. I raised my kids there. But the point being is that you analyzed that dream. Mm-hmm. It stood out. You was, it had an impact on you. And you rem- remembered the feeling. And it led you through the flow of the universe, the whole yes. life, to lead that by following that dream. And that's that literally, it's, you, it's a hackneyed saying, or it's like the silly say, follow your dream. Yes. That literally is a following a dream. It's 100% that. Oh. And it's also that thing about when you're talking about intentions, that I was not hung up about making it happen. Right. I didn't have any wherewithal to make it happen right sure, then. I was sure, just making sure, it. Sure. And, but I believed it 100%. And I allow, the word is allow, allow I allowed it, it to yeah, manifest yeah, yeah. and didn't get in the way of it. Gotcha. And I believed every day I was closer to it. Yeah. Um, there was just this trust. Yeah. There was no anxiety or worry about it happening. When we get, when we get back from break, we're going to uh, take a call. Uh, and then also we're going to 
uh, talk a little bit about uh, recurring dreams and perhaps get into lucid dreaming. Um, but that's just a fascinating story. Uh, what amazing. That's how my whole life, life is. is. You live a dream. <laughs> <laughs> we'll, be, we'll, we'll be right back. Have you heard about the Conscious Life Journal? A new publication serving those on a soulful path to a higher state of consciousness. We believe in the oneness of all peoples, cultures, religions, and consciousness in a way that honors our unique differences and similarities. Each issue is full of life-changing conscious inspiration and guidance that grows and evolves with you, providing support and wisdom for living a conscious life and becoming the very best you. Let us be your bridge to authentic living. Subscribe today at MyConsciousLifeJournal.com. All right, we are back with Susan McDowell talking about following your dreams, literally following your <laughs> dreams. Um, but before we go any further, let's take a call from uh, New York City. Uh, we have Sid on the line here. We are in a New York state of mind. Uh, we are in a New York state of mind. <laughs> uh, Sid, can you hear us? How are you? Yes, uh, I can hear you. Fine, fine, I'm fine. How is everything? Good. Fantastic. Hey, Sid. You guys, you guys keeping, keeping uh, warm up there in, the, in New York I was just up there not too long ago. Love, love me some Manhattan mm. and Bronx. <laughs> oh, wow. um, where are you from, Sid? I was born in Brooklyn. Uh, my family's from India, uh, by way of the Caribbean. Uh, oh, yeah, fabulous. Yeah, yeah Brooklyn, uh, I guess a Brooklynite that actually I live on Long Island now, so I'm about 40 minutes from the city. <laughs> okay. okay. So, Sid, so uh, we were talking about dreams, and uh, you mentioned that you wanted to talk about how important dreams are. How, how are they important to you? Well, uh, dreams, from what I realized, it's, it's actually another reality, and, and it's real. So it, it yes. actually it's not even another reality, because I started to learn as I Thank classified you. things what they are. It's basically an extension of this reality. So this yes, reality I that agree. we live in, yeah, it's, it's immensely deep. And I think I got one of my best insights really into dreams was when I read a book called Healing Dreams by uh, Mark Ian Barash. Hmm. and. Yeah, it, it, it astonished me because he spoke about how we can have dreams for other people that uh, he showed examples of when uh, someone would have a dream that um, he said, hey, you know, they can foretell something that happened later. Now, looking at this scientifically, we got to say, well, what is this? This is some type of signal that came to the person. So the more research I started to do on just human origins and even existence itself, which goes way beyond human origins, I started to realize that the, the body um, kind of seems to be like a receiver. It's sort of like a television yes. set. Yeah, it's you know, a receiving so station. Went, yeah. If I went to, to, to take apart your television set to see what you watched last night, we know it doesn't work that way. Something is streamed right. to the television set. Now, even if it's streamed from the television station, that's not still where it's at. It, the tape is created somewhere else. So we might yes. be projected, and the conscious might be projected during the day, and when we go into the subconscious of the dream, which that's still not even a proper classification because we really don't know what it is, but we right. know that there right. is a subconscious. So we have a subconscious. It's a receiving and a transmitting station, really. Yes, without a doubt. This requires so much study. This is why I'm in this field, because... It's so important. This is about where we come from, about what ex existence is about. And in, in that field, frees you from any physical vices that we see many of the other populations could get caught up in, like a, like a spider web, you know, and, um, and yeah, their creativity yeah, and imagination. So, yeah, I just wanted to mention, you know, the Healing Dreams book um, and how important they are. Dreams, Excellent. I mean, the Aborigines believe that we come from the dream world. So that's the only ah. culture I found that, you know, has it that deep, but the Native well, Americans... they go the freely as a, as a culture. They all are born believing in the dream time, and they, like I taught my daughters, they operate freely and have their power in the dream, dream time, and they share that with each other. Yeah, yes. I find it also yes. fascinating. Hey, Sid, before, yes. you, before you go and we move on, let me ask you a question. Have you ever had a lucid dream, or yet you remember? Yeah. Yes. Uh, um, any any science behind that? Any science or any um, science or your research on that? Well, well, as I started to realize, there was there was times when I had dreams where in the dream it's like you're you're not in control, and then 
I think most of the times that I've had lucid dreams were coming out of the dream. Like I'd say the last minute or two minutes, which in dream time compared to real time can be an eternity. Like that could be 2 yeah, million it's years. Timeless. In dream time. It's a timeless yeah, state. It's timeless. Exactly. So that I started to read in a few dreams. I actually did some, some type of like uh, movie type stuff where I got control of the dream. And as yeah, soon as I started to dream, yeah, it kind of, it, some force, woke me up like pulled me out of the dream like it there is without a doubt so much in this other dream where it's it's an entirely different realm where we can control things like like we're in a dream (laughs) well well, you manifest it sounds like we're we're manifesting we're manifesting hand over fist there because you just what you think you experience you go from one state to another it's like it's like the well the shamans linear exactly and the shamans uh of south america and everything when uh the master's teaching the the pupil, one of the exercises that they first do in learning your power is you suggest to yourself, I'm going to look at my hand when I dream tonight. And you just do it until you do that. And this is the beginning of lucid dreaming, of having control. And it's it's literally when you wake up inside of a dream and you know you're that dreaming. you're dreaming. Yeah. Yeah. You're, you're, so you're this dreaming is dream. the bridge I was talking about, taking your consciousness into these other realms and then being able to bring it back here consciously. Well, isn't it by the nature of the word out-of-body experience, isn't that a lucid dream? No, that's you don't different. Think so? No, out-of-body experience is a little different. So you're not, you're not dreaming, I guess, in the out-of-body experience. No, you're, you're doing that. You're experiencing it. Yes. But it's, that just kind of messes with your head, though. I mean, you know. <laughs> Like, okay, I'm dream. I know what a dream is, and a dream, and in a lucid dream, it is the greatest feeling in the world, unless you're caught in a harsh situation. Yeah, you, you don't know? want to be too lucid. Yeah. You're like, never mind. Uh, I'll go back to sleep, please. <laughs> Put me back to sleep, man, man. Put me back to sleep, please. Um, but it's when, so you're, so you're, yeah, it's a different state of mind, you know. So you know, but um. But anyway, um, Sid, listen, uh, listen, yeah, great, great information and great, yeah, great research on that. Yeah, thanks for calling. That was great. And people can well, uh, now know that book that they could learn more if they're interested. Absolutely. Okay. And, and call back again and uh, just say hello to all the, uh, all the folks up there in New York for me. Yo. I miss them all. Sure. Yo. <laughs> thank you. Thank have, you, have a good one. Yeah, thank you. Yeah. All right. Um, and I, there was another dream one time that was a healing dream for me. I had, when I was a little kid, I had this thumb uh, I used to bite my cuticles and my thumb got uh, infected around the cuticle. Mm. And then my brother was chasing me around the house and I accidentally got my, that exact infected thumb slammed in the door. <laughs> and uh, so I had like, uh, I had to go to the hospital then. And then over the years, well, the thumb got all ridges all in it. And three different times, my thumbnail just came off. But every time it came back, I had these very prominent ridges in my thumb. And one night in St. John, I had this dream that I was looking at my thumb and all I kept seeing faces of goddesses on my thumbnail, like a movie. And it kept changing from one face to another, all these different deities. And then one of the goddesses took her finger and pressed my thumbnail down. Now look, there's no ridge. I woke up in the morning and it was completely healed after a lifetime of all those ridges. And from the dream. From the dream. That that that, that goes to show you how your cells are still operating under the guidance system of your dream state state of being. Yes. Probably much more powerful than we brought to Well, like I said, the deep state, we have released all resistance, which is where we're completely connected to our soul. And the reason why we age. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, that's right. Resistance is. Um, Okay, so tell me about, uh, we're running out of time here, but tell me real quick about reoccurring dreams. Do you have any reoccurring dream that you figured out what it was or? Um, Or... um, I don't have many recurring dreams. Well, what is the what is the I what, have, what is the uh, what is the behind why why do we have reoccurring dreams? Well, sometimes it is try. It's a part of yourself. It's it's always a part of yourself showing itself to you. Um, but for me, I'm usually pretty good at interpreting people's dreams. Me too. Yeah. If uh, if they will get, they'll tell me the dream. I'm good at uh, looking 
at the symbology, but also feeling the feeling they get mm. when they talk about it. So tell me about your recurring dream. All right. This one, uh, this is, I had a couple of them, but I'll go in this one. This is a while back. I haven't had it in a long time. This is one that I remember. But I was, I, I went to college, right? I graduated, but I was, found myself back into high school again. Mm-hmm. And uh, I was taking these high school classes, and I was older taking the classes with my, my high school friends, whatever. Um, but I, had, I went to college already. And so I was supposed to go to these classes. I never showed up to the classes. Like I'd, I'd have science or chemistry or whatever. And I'm like, oh, this is, this is like, I don't need to show That's up. That's no mystery. <laughs> I, know, right? I, don't need, I don't need to show up, you know, whatever. And then all of a sudden at the end of the semester, or I don't know what you call it in high yeah. school, at the end of the, when the bell rings. Right? Yeah. Yeah, there you go. I had to take these tests and I wasn't prepared for it. I'm like, oh my God, I'm going to fail freaking high school. <laughs> I can't, and I'd have this panic about it, you know. Wow. And but then, then I already had a college degree, and yeah. I, I had to go back for some—I don't know—some crazy reason to make up to take a prerequisite or something. And I'm like, oh my god, I was—I was, I was like, I was being horribly embarrassed. It was like the death of me failing high school, and because I blew it off. You I know? did just remember I do have some recurring dreams, right. but when they come, I would say. Yeah. Uh, at that time, I don't know what was going on in your life at that time, but yeah. you were probably worried about something that felt like that. It was important that, that I, did, I wasn't needed. putting the attention to it that I yes, should have. Yes, That's what I and that you were worried that you wouldn't be able to do what you wanted to do because of that. And But but I'm sure there was other similar, it wasn't the same scenario. It was different, different real-life scenarios, but the same reoccurring dream. It was like yeah. this was the, there was a feeling, there was a, a common theme going on in yes. that that I wasn't dealing with. Yes. Now, I have one that comes up when I'm going through a certain thing, and it'll be like, you know, the dream, you're in a public place naked. Oh, my God, yeah. Mine was even (gasps) worse. Mine was worse. I was in the middle of the mall on a toilet (laughs) uh, uh, doing number two. (laughs) I mean, how much more exposed can you possibly feel? And... Yeah, and it would be when life. Oh my God! Did you just like? Did you just like fell into Oh, the I hate that dream. Yeah. I hate that dream. Right. On the other dream that I would have often, uh, for a while there, I was always trying to find my way home. That's symbolic, right? Right. right. And it, what's amazing is since I had that reconnect, full reconnection, with my soul, where I've told you in the past about. Uh, finally, I connected with my soul so much yeah. that I no longer had any kind of hole in my heart or that yearning, longing feeling for love. Um, <clears throat> and so since I have become that, I no longer have the dream about can't find my way home. Really? But up until then, I would Oh, periodically, always I'd be driving in a car and I couldn't find the road. And, uh, you know, where there was always obstacles in the way of me getting home. And all I wanted was to go home. Yeah. But now I'm home. Wow. So the dreams disappeared. That is fascinating. You know, how, how, and how it could just transfer. It's, it's like when you have like I read about these past lives when uh, when they have um, uh, you, you, you go you, you say you're scared of water. And you recognize in the past life you were drowned, and once you recognize it, that it, that phobia just goes away. I actually, kind of, kind of with the dream I thing, actually right? lived through that in a dream once, where I did actually drown in a dream, and then I went I went through that moment of panic when I inhaled the water, and then lived through the uh, the that I was still alive and felt my soul again, and then there was absolutely no fear whatsoever of ever drowning or dying was part of that. Wow. That's pretty wild. Yeah. And when you talk about past lives, I've had several dreams of being in a different body in a different time and place and lived through my death in a few different types of scenarios. How crazy is that? Yeah. I love that. Yeah. But, um, well, uh, it's just so much, we need to have more time. We need to have more, we need to have more time. We say that all every time. (laughs) Maybe we just make just like a five hour show. (laughs) I'm just kidding. But, um, just, uh, just been a wonderful course talking about dreams and we probably should have a dream too. Dream too, yeah. Uh, seriously, because there's so much to this. Yeah, you and, know, and mean, everybody I, it, dreams, yeah, like, whether like, they know it or like, not. And not only that, but like Sid was saying, these 
he does re- he does this for research yeah. now, and he's, he's it's and there's more and more information on oh. the different things and about it. And it's such a it. fascinating topic. It is. You know? It so. really and it can help you understand yourself better. Right. Okay. Well, Susan, thank you so much. You bet. I'll see you all Friday. Take care. You have been listening to the Good Intention Show on the UI Radio Network. The Good Intention Show is sponsored by the United Intentions Foundation at unitedintentions.org. Look for us on Blog Talk, Spreaker, iTunes, Stitcher, Player FM, and many more. Check us out on Facebook and Instagram under United Intentions and on Twitter at Higher Intention. Be sure to log on to unitedintentions.org, a virtual community where you learn to create, track, and manifest your passions, one intention at a time. Have a wonderful day, and until next time, live life with intent. The United Intentions Foundation and its associates take no responsibility for the opinions and statements made by the talk show hosts or their guests. The views and opinions expressed by Angel Heart Radio hosts, guests, co-hosts and associates should not be construed as advice from Angel Heart Radio.